It is Friday the 13th. I'm not a superstitious person, but I know some people are, and I'm just wondering why. How do these superstitions even come around? How do we end up in a position where Friday the 13th takes on significance and, you know, it can be a very scary day for some people and and all the rest of it? So let's get some details around superstitions, where they come from, and if there's really anything we need to be thinking about as far as they go. We'll chat with Dr. Peter Dendel, who is a professor of English at Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania State University. He has written extensively on superstitions. Um, doctor, thank you for your time today. I appreciate it. Hi, how are you doing? I'm doing very well, thank you very much. Even though it's Friday the 13th, I guess I should be having a terrible day, right? Well, could go the day's not over yet. <laughs> Fair enough. Good point. Yeah. Where where did where like let's just deal with this one in particular, Friday the 13th. Where did this become a superstitious day? When did it become something we need to be wary of? So the thing is, is when you try to track down the origins for a lot of these, you're going to find a lot of conflicting account. So I think probably the biggest answer is we're not sure. Nobody's really sure. But there's lots of uh, particular theories, like going back to the Templar Knights of the Middle Ages, uh, etc. Um, I, I think one thing that has the strongest support for it is that the number 12 has always been such a, a magical number in many cultures, um, Christian, Nordic, etc., that the 13th person at the table, or the 13th thing, yes. is, is, uh, you know, breaks that perfection. Yeah, I mean, 13 in its own right is seen as unlucky, so you combine it with Friday, and, and uh, we end up with Friday the 13th, which is a scary day. Um, when we talk about these superstitions, a, a lot of people just don't care. Obviously, they don't mean anything to them, but a lot of people, you know, they, they don't live their lives by them by any means, but they have an impact on them. Why is that? Is it just something that you're, you're subjected to, or why do some people adhere to these much more strongly than others? Well, I think a lot of interesting work in psychology has been done on this recently, and it looks like what they're finding is that people need a sense of control over their lives. Right. Superstitions tend to hover particularly around high-stress professions or high-risk, high-stakes things, like before an exam or before the big ball game. Um, And superstitions can help influence your team. You're doing your part, magically, from a distance, or it can help you focus your attention Oh my God! I would never, you know, go to the game without my lucky socks. Um, and so, you say that you're not superstitious. You say that most people aren't. I, I, I wonder. You, you could be right, but I wonder. Uh, I think we all have little rituals. Yes. Yeah. Fair enough. And you mentioned the sports ones, and I'm I'm right there. You know, when I was playing hockey, if we were on a good run, I wouldn't wash my t-shirt. Uh, I do certain things when I'm going to watch my favorite team play a game that night. You're absolutely right. And you might say, you know, would you really believe that? Aren't you a rational person? And I might say, no, of course, I don't really believe right. it. But, but but why risk it? <laughs> why risk it this time? <laughs> That's exactly what it is. That is exactly what it is. You hit the nail on the head. Um, I, I've also read some science saying that, you know, if you get really wrapped up, especially around the bad luck ones, like, um, you know, seeing a black cat or Friday the 13th or whatever, you can almost manifest a bad day for yourself by putting so much stock into the superstition. Is that true? Oh, I have no problem believing that. People are are eminently capable of creating bad days for themselves (laughs) if they're they're set to. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. 
Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. So, I mean, where do you, where do you I mean, uh, to me, and I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems all the superstitions that we talk about, be it black cats, walking under ladders, broken mirrors, Friday the 13th, all, they all seem to go back a long, long way. Are we still developing new superstitions like that, or is this something that came out of way back when kind of thing? So I'm going to go out on a limb here, and I say we've invented all sorts of new superstitions, even though not all people would be comfortable using that word. Uh, I would say belief in aliens, belief in ghosts, astrology, palm reading. For many people, these are important emotional parts of their lives that give them great meaning and that give them direction. Right. So the thing about the word superstition is that it's always been used to sort of distinguish inside group from outside group. It's often used pejoratively. Ours is the true belief that, oh, that nonsense they're doing over there is just superstition. Okay. Kind of like conspiracy theory. Exactly. Exactly. But there's also a positive sense. I was just looking. Apparently, like 10 to 20 percent of young people proudly self-identify as superstitious. And I know that some people gives them a link to family. Um, yes. That like, oh, yeah, I'm very superstitious. Oh, yeah, my grandma taught me this. And, oh, in our house, we're all superstitious. And you can see that it, that it gives them a sense of heritage and connection with the past. And perhaps also a slight connection with a, a little magical world behind the, the mundane world. Yeah, and it's interesting. It's fun. It can be fun, right? It can be entertaining. It can be, it can be exciting. And we're all looking for that. Exactly. It's kind of like a, a non-threatening belief system that doesn't really conflict with a person's main religion or with their uh, rationality in day-to-day life. Although I did just notice that Vancouver, about five, six years ago, is cracking down. It's not allowing any new developers to, to make buildings um, without the 4th and 13th floor. Oh, really? Hey, because, I mean, that's one of the most ridiculous things we've submitted to as a, as a society, is we don't put 13th floors in buildings, even though it is the 13th floor. Vancouver's saying enough with the nonsense, hey? Enough of the nonsense. <laughs> Good. It gave two, con- yeah, it gave two conflicting reasons to, to, to my mind anyway. One was, look, these are cultural differences, yeah. like just even the playing field. Um, but then they also gave a practical one, which is this is no good for paramedics and firefighters scrambling around trying to find <clears throat> rooms and, and floors. It makes perfect sense. I mean, and it's, all, and it's all, as we said, all nonsense too. Uh, really interesting, Doc. I appreciate your time today. Thank you so much for joining us. It's been a great pleasure. Thank you. That is Dr. Peter Dendel, who is a professor of English at Pennsylvania State University, telling us a bit of the background around superstitions. And yeah, I was doing some reading this morning, and they say, if you're somebody who really buys into the Friday the 13th myth or mystique or superstition, whatever you want to call it, and you really think that Friday the 13th is a somehow special day that's going to you know, be threatening to you, you will manifest that. Maybe you'll just even notice things going slightly awry for you that on another day wouldn't be a problem, but you think, oh, Friday the 13th, all this is happening to me. It's so bad. So depending on how much you buy into some of these things um, is how much of an impact it may have on your life. In reality, the day has no impact on your life. And I think we all know that. But, you know, as he said... Conspiracy theories can be great fun. They can be entertaining. They can be interesting, right? And if he's saying that this is kind of along the same lines, sure, it is interesting.